Back to Sherry in a second, but I just wanted to talk about my favorite vitamins by Mary Ruth's. I love to have the apricot, peach, and mango vitamin D gummies. They are delicious. And I know everybody has seen all these influencers getting these lymphatic drainage massages. Why not start with an amazing supplement in drop form? The lymphatic drops are also awesome. And I just got some new products that I'm going to try that I'm excited to, um, you know, implement into my diet. And if you guys want a code, it's Mary Ruth. You just go to their website, Mary Ruth Organics. It's an amazing company. It's all vegan, all natural, delicious. Use code Mary Ruth at checkout for a discount. Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Inez Marabat. She has been on, you know, TikTok making a huge name for herself talking about medical astrology. We're going to talk about how we can use medical astrology to help with different problems in our life, different illnesses, diseases, what minerals we're missing. It's a really fun, cool episode. So if you love astrology, you're going to love this. She's so fun, full of energy, and has a lot of knowledge. So here is Inez. So what is medical astrology exactly? Okay, so basically medical astrology is simply using the science of astrology to kind of see and pinpoint weaknesses in someone's body, their mind, their soul, and any type of imbalance they have in life, basically. So I look at um, harsher aspects. So um, I look at planet planetary placements. Um, if the placement is in a beneficial uh, placement or a more malefic placement, mm-hmm. I look at aspects. So squares, oppositions, conjunctions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I look at the houses, the sign, and all of that. Very cool. How'd you get into it? How does someone like find it? I know, right? (laughs) So I was always into health. Um, Mm -hmm. I I used to be a personal trainer, you know, nutritionist. I was always into like the health field. It was always like a passion of mine. And then I started to get into um, spirituality. And then I learned about astrology. I was like, oh, okay, like this is interesting. You know, sometimes it's pretty accurate. And then I started to research more and more into it. And then at some point I wanted to kind of like link um nutrition with astrology I was like okay I wonder how I can do that and then I saw like oh the sixth house is like the house of health I was like okay so there is something about astrology that can be linked to um nutrition and health and stuff like that so then I started to dig into it dig into it and I found um Santos Bonacci on YouTube he's like one of the best astrologers ever and he talks about uh, medical astrology so he's the one who kind of like introduced me to that and then I booked a reading with him and his um, medical astrologers and stuff like that. And they kind of like opened my, opened my world to this new topic. And then ever since then, I started to read books about it, like Judith Hill uh, and No Man and stuff like that. And yeah, now I just can't stop. <laughs> now you can't stop. Now you're addicted. Yeah. Well, a question just came up to mind. If, for example, somebody has, let's say... Will it predict like a certain illness in someone's houses? Like, well, let's say you're more susceptible to this. Mm-hmm. They can't really say like, 
oh, you're going to get Alzheimer's. Oh, you're going to get cancer, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it, it would predict it. I mm -hmm. would just say it's like, it's like a suggestion, like, hey, this is in your chart. Mm -hmm. So this is where you could, uh, could be prevented. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to uh, manifest itself physically it's just like oh hey this is like a possibility this is a weakness mm -hmm. and if you keep let's say eating this food or avoiding exercise or something that's specifically good or bad for you it could manifest physically right and was there anyone who came to you who said like oh you know i've been to all these doctors i never really knew what's like wrong with me they just tell me i'm stressed and you were able to kind of guide them to what was really going on with them through medical yeah Yes, actually, definitely. I had this crazy story. Um, I'm not going to go too much in detail about it because it's pretty intense. Okay. But basically, um, this person came to me and uh, she kind of knew a little bit what was going on. But she was like, oh, I have like a high levels of um, high levels of this this chemical ingredient in my body. I'm not going to mention it because it's like, uh, you know, it's, mm -hmm. but yeah, high levels, this chemical product in my body and I don't know where it comes from, et cetera, et cetera. And doctors can't really find out how it happened. So then I started to look at her chart and see each specific degree of each planet. So there's 360 degrees and each degree has a specific role that it has in the body. And then, um, I, I was looking into it and I found that she had a placement in Leo in like a specific degree. I don't remember which one, but um, it was related to poisoning. And then I looked at Venus in the chart and it was in the eighth house. So eighth house is like the house of um, death, transformation, um, health a little bit, karma and stuff like that. And Venus is the planet of love. And then I was like, and I put these two together and they were kind of squaring. Mm -hmm. um because it was in 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 yeah the eighth house and then leo they were kind of squaring so it's like a harsh aspect okay. and then we were like and i asked the question i was like do you have like um situation with like uh someone like uh, your your partner or your husband or something trying to poison you and then she went to the doctor and she did tests and stuff like that and she came back and she was like yeah my my ex-husband is actually a chemist and we found like this specific <laughs> level of like um like chemical ingredient in her body that could only mean that she got poisoned basically or oh, yeah so so it, it got confirmed it, it's a crazy story but i have so many crazy stories like that where it's just like doctors don't really know uh well they kind of like have an estimate or something but they're not sure and then we look at medical astrology and for example um my own person like me i had like um menstrual pain for decades and migraines for decades and doctors like oh yeah well it's normal to have that but it's like to the point where i couldn't function you know i can't leave my bed i'm just like in pain i faint i puke and stuff like that and then i saw that in medical astrology um it actually doesn't come from my ovaries or anything it comes from my thyroid mm -hmm. and i had a thyroid imbalance and then in in medical astrology thyroid is like taurus mm -hmm. and the ovaries is scorpio and I had signs in opposition to each of these placements. So that means it's, it could be very difficult. So my whole problem was a thyroid imbalance and I could fix it by just um, using the Taurus minerals and, and like herbs for Taurus, like maca powder and stuff like that. And now it's like almost gone. So it's and like smaller too. So it's really cool. <laughs> so could you go more into that about how we're missing certain minerals based on our birthday? Yes, for sure. So basically, 
Um, I'll start from the beginning. So there's 12 months in a year. Mm -hmm. And out of nine months, we spend in the mother's womb. So automatically when we're born, we're going to be missing the three following months of minerals, right? So let's say you're born um, in Aries, you were consumed in uh, con conceived in cancer right. so then you'd be missing uh the month of aries so you'd be missing um the the potassium phosphate you'd be missing taurus so you'd be missing i think it was sodium sulfate and you'd be missing gemini which is potassium chloride so you'd be missing these three minerals and then on top of that if we look at the planetary placements and what house and what sign and the harsh aspects um, you'd be looking at like Saturn placement, Mars placement, uh, sixth house placements and how it's aspected and stuff like that. And we'd be adding to these minerals. And then at the end of like the consultation, we'd have like a list of minerals that are specifically for you that can help benefit you. And at the same time, balance you out. Because when you have like a lack of minerals, you can have more lack of minerals because the minerals that you have are going to be like depleted if you know what I mean. So when you take these minerals, it's kind of gonna like create like a homeostasis in your body. Got it. So how does our diets tie in? Is that also, can we basically have like a special diet based on the readings? Like, could you tell us what to eat, what's bad, what's good, all that? Yeah, exactly. So um, I know I remember you were a Virgo and you had like a Virgo stellium. Right. All right, so I'll, t I'll talk about like Virgo and stuff like that as an example because they're my favorite example. Um, my mom is a Virgo. My dad has like Virgo stellium as well. So I'm, I'm very familiar with y'all. Um, but yeah, so basically after like um, astrology reading, um, you see what mineral the person needs and you can base their diet off certain minerals. So each food, fruits, veggies, um, contain these specific minerals and I have like a, a whole book with all the signs and the minerals that uh, the food that contains these minerals that what they should be eating and stuff like that. So let's say for Virgos example, uh, Virgo rules the digestive system, the intestinal organs and stuff yeah. like that. And so they have like a very sensitive stomach. So mm -hmm. anything can make them bloat basically, yeah. um, especially wheat, for example, mm -hmm. uh, gluten, wheat, uh, wheat product like pasta, um, fermented stuff, alcohol, stuff like that uh, can make them bloat. So it'd be better to avoid these foods and um, use alternative to wheat. For example, spelt, spelt okay. grain, kamut, um, what else? Millet? Pasta. Hmm? Millet, what is it? Millet? 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 Uh, spelt flakes and kamut. Kamut, okay. Yeah, kamut. I also heard of millet I bought. I haven't even had it yet, but um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll have to double check. <laughs> um, but yeah, these grains are amazing. A chickpea pasta instead of like wheat pasta, you know, to make to make alternative, to make changes. Yeah. It doesn't mean like stop eating like but, carbs. No, not at all. No, no, no. The carbs are necessary and amazing. We need carbs. We yeah, need just carbs. not the unrefined carbs, not the no. refined carbs. <laughs> right. Okay, that's good. So is probably people are probably going to wonder is there such thing as having too much of a mineral can that backfire like how how do we know how much to take um too much mineral is just like um exited with the pee so too much of you know it's not like you're overdosing on minerals because it's just minerals it's not like uh it's not like herbs for example mm -hmm. herbs sometimes too much of an herb it can like irritate it can like make you pee too much and stuff like right. that but minerals is just like 
or like rocks, you know? Rocks. Um, okay, so it comes out with our piece so we don't have to exactly worry as much, especially unless, for water drinkers. Yeah, unless it's salt, you know, too much salt, it's not too good, but other minerals are like so tiny, tiny. Uh -huh. And um, with the minerals that I use, they tell you to take four little, like four little balls right. like that three times a day. And that's what you need, you know? Very nice. But is there anything that, you know, these readings can't tell us? Um, I would say no, but yes. So depending on the astrologer and the knowledge they have. Mm. So astrology is a very vast, big, big science. It has many, um, many topics. You know, there's medical astrology, there's progressive astrology, there's transit, there's so many types of reading, but the astrology itself has no limits. So everything can be uh, predicted, everything can be prevented and stuff like that. But it comes to the astrologer. So mm -hmm. how much does the astrologer know? You know, so personally, you know, everyone, every astrologer is still always learning. But I would say it's, imp it's like astrology can tell you everything, but not the astrologer. That's my answer to that. <laughs> ah, I like that. Okay, good, good, good. But um, so who i think specifically i know it could be really everyone but who do you think specifically could benefit from these readings from medical astrology readings i would say the general population because um it's nice to know especially young people it's nice to know in your 20s like what you could prevent or how right. you can be guided in life you know because medical astrology does a lot of guidance as well you know it tells right. you what food you need to be eating so I would say um, people in their 20s, their 30s, when they're still uh, mm -hmm. learning, they would definitely benefit a lot from that because it will be something that helps them for the rest of their life to know what to eat, how to eat, what minerals they'll be needing and stuff like that. Like when you're, you're still able to be conditioned, like you can't really change a 50, 60 year old person. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> but it also can be beneficial for people who have been diagnosed with certain illnesses and like they don't know what to do. They feel like lost and they need a little bit of guidance. So that can also like give them a little bit of a hope, you know, like, oh, thank you so much for this. <laughs> Is there anything else like crazy that it could tell us that we may not know that's not really advertised? Um, I guess, I guess like what type of, what type of people you attract in your life? Ooh, um, because astrology not just medical astrology but astrology in general is literally the your karmic blueprint you right. know it shows you it shows you your pattern that you don't necessarily always realize you know like certain type of people always attract the same lover in a different body and then they read their chart for example i'm taking my example i read my chart and i'm like oh my god this is exactly the type of people i'm attracting because this is like the karma in me that I haven't healed. So I keep attracting the same person that shows me what I have not healed in myself. You know, and I only realize, yeah, exactly. After reading my astrology chart and it seems kind of cliche, but it's like, it confirms it, you know? <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So when you started doing this, did you become more um, interested in f doing other healing modalities, finding more about yourself? Did it like awaken a spiritual journey in you? Definitely. Um, I would say it's like, it's the other way around because mm -hmm. I started with 
uh, I started with crystals, crystal healing, and then sound healing because uh, I sing. I'm a singer, writer, and so I'm like, okay, let's use the let's use our natural instruments. And then it was Reiki, and then the my final step, but maybe not final, final, but my final like uh, I guess like step was medical astrology because it kind of combined all the past knowledge I had and put it in medical astrology. So like. I started to read people's charts and then I was like, oh, what benefits you? What could benefit you would be Reiki. What could benefit you would be sound healing, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, so what else could benefit me from doing my chart? Um, so from remembering your chart, you had like a Virgo stellium. And where do you remember like your placements? I know I have Venus in my second house. I have Pluto in my third house. I have... Pisces in my 12th house the what I think that makes me like psychic I know I remember yeah. that yeah yeah um so from what I remember from your chart was definitely acupuncture oh <laughs> I love it <laughs> you do <laughs> that makes so much sense like I I swear by it I think it's one of the best practices in the world like one of my favorite yeah. things to do in life like really changed my life so I get that acupuncture oh yeah that's so, it's so crazy how like it, it just resonates like it just vibes it's written in your chart you know it's like oh acupuncture would be good for you and you're like oh my god yeah I love it or um, I had like someone who had um moon in Sagittarius and uh harsh aspects going to that place and it was in the ninth house and the ninth house is considered like it's a beautiful house but it's also considered like um a difficult house a difficult placement oh, and right. so I was like, okay, the moon controls the emotion in our body, the waters in our body, and it's in Sagittarius, which is the root chakra, the hips, the the, the thighs, the, the glutes, you know, everything in that area. So I was like, you probably have stagnation and crystallizations of the emotions in the hips. So your root is probably kind of unbalanced. And mm -hmm. then I was like, go see a chiropractor because there's stagnation of energy in the in the hips. So that means there's a lot of like crack and then they did that and they were like oh my god like I feel so light and I cried during the session so uh -huh. everything like came out everything just <laughs> that's beautiful so also um when they say like if you don't have certain uh, like let's say your seventh house is empty right and that's like the love relationship house they say if you if it's empty there you'll have like less problems so like the more planets we have like the more movement we have in these in these um houses more planets in these houses things are more compl complicated right it's it's not complicated it's not good it's not bad it's just okay. it's going to be easier or more challenging so let's say you have like um venus in the all the planets are good and bad you know yeah. what i mean so let's say Venus, right? Venus is a beautiful planet, the planet of love, beauty, and stuff like that. Uh, in the seventh house, the house of relationship, the house of court, the house of um, um, e equality, justice, all of that. Um, let's say Venus is there. It could be like, oh, a beautiful relationship. Um, it could be like a very peaceful and fair relationship. But at the same time, it can also be like, oh, taking your partner to court. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. So it's, it, it depends how uh, the synastry chart goes. It depends how, if you put your chart, your partner chart and the transit and you like calculate all the, the good, the bad, the easy, the challenging. So it depends. I see. Yeah. So right here I'm seeing I have Venus in second, Mercury in 12th, Mars in 10th, Jupiter in first, 
Saturn in sixth, Uranus and Neptune in fifth. Pluto oh, and yours? Third. Yeah, this is me. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's me. Yeah, I remember your chart. It was it was like a lot. It was like, you know, and it it's it's it tells in in your energy. You can tell. You know, you're very like you're very Virgo. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very, I'm like, I'm so Virgo. You're like the Virgo of Virgos. You know, that's, I've never that's seen a Virgo like that. Oh my God. Exactly same words that Kabbalah told me. Virgo, yes, Virgo I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask you because, I mean, I talk to a lot of people. I mean, I think it's very common right now. Women have hormonal imbalances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's like the big sign in a reading that you could see that or it's like what mineral is lacking or what planet and what house like how do people how could you tell somebody has like a hormonal problem okay so the first thing i like to look at when uh talking about hormonal problems would be taurus and scorpio okay. so taurus and scorpio i made a video i don't know if you've seen it recently about like taurus um you have like your vocal cords look like a a yoni right okay yeah and, and then you have scorpio being the actual yoni as above so below so they work as one so okay. the hormones are controlled by the thyroid and by the endocrine system mm -hmm. and then, um i would look at placements in scorpio so let's say you have thyroid issues mm -hmm. you can look for a saturn in taurus saturn in scorpio uh, mars in scorpio or taurus and if you have placements there, maybe they could be squaring or having an opposite with uh, these planets. Um, what else? Yeah, it would be Taurus Scorpio, the hormones. Oh, uh, I see. So if I have like Pluto in Scorpio, mm -hmm. would that tell it? Would that be like, that's a sign? It could be, yeah. It could definitely be. And if it's like squaring, let's say Mars or squaring Saturn, you know, or close to these plants, like yeah, okay. I do. I have a, my moon squares Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's what it was. My moon and conjunction with Jupiter. Your moon and conjunct with Jupiter. Yeah. And what placement? Um, Pluto. Wait, it says moon conjunction Jupiter, moon sextile Pluto, moon square North Node, and my North Node is. In Sag. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. So your south node would be Gemini. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. This is fun. So, any other cool, funny, or scary, spooky stories of success, or that you'd like to share? Um, success stories. I I don't know. It's been like only a couple of months that I'm doing that, and it usually takes a couple of months for the minerals to kick in. So I'm waiting for my success stories. But so far, I have this girl. She has like um um uh what is it called? It's like a, a huge complicated name, but it's like a nervous system issue. Okay. And uh, she's been dealing with this for I think like a decade or so, and she has a lot of like inflammation, especially and it shows especially on the skin. And she started to take the minerals, I'd say two weeks ago. She showed me pictures, like before, after pictures, and you can see a huge difference. Uh, like the, the skin cleared up. And now uh, she's like, oh, I need to deal with the scars and stuff like that. But the skin has cleared up in, in two weeks for her. And I'm like, wow. See? That's a success story. Come on. That's great. <laughs> yeah. 
Any other like tips, tricks, wellness tips that you'd like to share with the listener? Um, wellness tricks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Honestly, for me, the biggest tip that changed my life personally is the minerals. Okay. And if you want to give it a shot, I would recommend trying the 12 in one. So I know mm-hmm. this website, it's called Jackson's Naturals. So if you're like, oh, I'll just give it a shot, you know. Um, so this this bottle has the 12 salts in one. So it, it's amazing. You know, you don't have to buy the whole kit. But you can just start to uh-huh. implement it in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. And then from there, when you start to see results, just mm-hmm. take more specific minerals. I also okay. have like this... Um, I have a free ebook in the link in my bio where you can read each mineral and all the symptoms that they come with, like the, with the symptoms they can balance and stuff. And then you write it down and you see which ones would benefit you most. Great, great. And like other practices that people you think, I guess medical astrology like promotes like meditation, yoga. Oh minerals, yeah, definitely. All these, all these good stuff. Okay, great. Is there anything you'd like to gift to the listeners? Yes, for sure. So I wanted to give you guys um, a discount on my uh, program. So I have a parasite program, protocol, whatever. And I have a holistic alkaline detox program that can help you. Um, So you'd have 30% off using the code DIVINE30. So D-I-V-I-N-E 30 at checkout. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be putting it right after the right after the podcast <laughs> yay and also if people want to book a reading how to reach out directly where do they go so basically you can just go um on my tiktok or instagram it's at reiki elements r-e-i-k-i-e-l-e-m-e-n-t-s and you click on the link on my bio and it's going to be uh book your medical astrology reading so that would be the first one and for uh, the parasite cleanse or the detox, it will be the link right after, I think. Like the link tree, the box right after it. Awesome. Thank you so much. I love talking to you. Me too. I love you. <laughs> I'm so excited for this next partnership. I love CBD. I love hemp. They have both helped me so much in my wellness journey. And I'm always open to partnering with amazing brands that can help others. And Feel Good Hemp was started by Noah. Noah's father was diagnosed with cancer and he was on a mission to heal him. And that's what he did. He created this amazing brand of tinctures, gels, and bombs. The bomb is called The Bomb. It's really amazing. It has the cleanest ingredients, just oils and hemp. What more can you want from that? He's been so, so sweet to give my listeners a code, 25% off, free shipping. If you use the code DIVINE25 at checkout, uh, it's basically the subscription coupon, but you're not subscribing. You're just getting the deal. What's better than that? Thank you, Noah. We really appreciate you. And yeah, so go to Feel Good Hemp and check him out. Divine 25 at checkout. And let me know what you guys think about it.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.